following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host with the most French toast, Mexi Pants, the man with the plan. If he can do it, no one else can. Mexican. Now coming to you live from the greatest city in the Midwest, Columbus, Ohio. And let's start off today's podcast by explaining a few announcements, a few things. Recently, since last week's podcast, there was a, a lot of comments about the show. A very good show. A lot of comments about it. And I can't help but having to re-explain every time. What is the podcast, call, podcast called? Let, let, let's, ha- let's have a... Let's pull the audience. What do you think it's called? Is it called Jabronis Are Us? Is it called, speak your mind and you shall be respected? Is it called, your mind matters? American mind, American minds matter? Oh, wait, no, that's right. It's called, Mexi, mind matters. What does that mean? That means that while some facts will be spewed, the truth will be spoken, at the end of the day, it is IMO, in my opinion, What crosses my mind gets put on the air. So last week's podcast, a lot of comments and and, uh, critiques because stories were matching up. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If you were a participant, mind you, we switched the names to protect people's privacy. You know, because I'm a nice guy sometimes. But if you're going to come up to me and say, hey, 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 I didn't say that. Where'd that come from? Where do you think it came from? Hmm? There was four people involved. Four different sides of the story. Four people were questioned. Where do you think it came from? It was not made up. Somebody said, oh, it's 90% BS. I'm sorry. When I had four people message me privately and say they agreed with my opinion and my advice, and then also... My wife constantly tells me that I'm 90% right. I don't even know what you what your argument is, but it's definitely not that the podcast is 90% BS. Cuz we got to get you got to get think about this. Some of us have lived longer. Some of us are more educated. Some of us have 3 degrees. Some of us have done our research from time to time depending on the podcast. So, it's like the other day I won an argument because somebody was trying to argue to me that a few was three or more. And I'm like, no, a few technically is two. And then they didn't trust me. They, they, they literally had to ask Google. And Google said, well, why most people think it's three, a.k.a. most of you Riri's don't know the definition, it technically is minimum two. Again, just because I say it doesn't mean I'm not right. Now... 
let's move on to today's nice podcast. But before we do, let's remind people that if you're driving out there on the roads, it is wintertime, it's getting icy, it's getting snowy, please make sure you're protected. Give my man Raymo a call. He will give you a deal. Use promo code MEXI and save your money with American National. Bundle, home, auto, life, get UM, UIM. Make sure you have liability, full comprehensive coverage, and make sure the limits are, are, you know, matching. Get your med pay up. It's not that expensive, people. You are required to have insurance to drive, but if you're going to drive a state minimum, you're going to pay the price. Give Raymo a call. American National, a proud sponsor of the Mixing My Matters podcast. Now, this podcast is going to be about loyalty, sports loyalty, and the lack thereof in American sports. I, I want to convey that I am being forced once again to switch my allegiances when it comes to football or as my my listeners outside of America would call it American football mainly because I'm a guy I'm a, I'm a very loyal fan and for those of you who don't know I've been a Lakers fan since I was a little kid loved wrestling football fan soccer I've been a Liverpool fan all my life Rooted for Mexico When it's a national team Football If you don't know Started off as a Vikings fan But I'm sure I've explained this before Due to their Unethical conduct And breaking of the rules of loyalty and fandom I had to hold auditions And switch teams Well Mexi, what are those rules? Well First things first the 99 championship game where our kicker did not miss a kick the entire year and then shanked to make us not go to the Super Bowl. It wasn't so much that he missed. It was the fact that they did not fire his ass. That was the issue. And the next year, he was missing more kicks. So, that was the first part. Second one was getting Brett Favre as a quarterback. And as you all know, if you're a Vikings fan, you hate the Packers and you detest Brett Favre. I send them a letter. They did not listen to my letter. And then once Brett Favre left, they actually listened to one of my options five years later and got Donovan McNabb, who was older and cheaper. And strike three finally came where in the semifinals of our family fantasy game, I needed the Vikings to not just not necessarily win the game. I needed to, them to hold Brett, um, Drew Brees to at least 30 points, 30 fantasy points, and I would win my game. Not only did they not hold them to 30 points, they let them score 72 fantasy points that, that game. The rest of my opponent's teams barely mustered about 40 points. And I lost by one. And I was like, you know what? You don't listen to your fans? I'm done. And that's one of the rules of fandom. Is you have to listen to who basically is paid to see 
you. They're the ones putting the butts in the seats. We're the ones paying the tickets to go see the sport. And you don't want to play. I understand that to them it's a job and it's a business. <laughs> but here's what I. Here's the difference. And there's where I hope to some degree that's some loyalty in sports. Some of these players do it. For example, my man Kobe Bryant. Even though he threatened to tr be traded and go somewhere else, he always played for the Lakers. Michael Jordan always played for the Bulls, even though he retired. He didn't retire and then go to a different team. And here's another example, especially with football. Marshawn Lynch, beast mode, retired, went to Oakland. Different conference, different division, same state. Well, actually, different state, but he was from Oakland. Same Pacific time zone, basically. And then retired again and then went to Seattle this year because they needed running backs. He didn't go to San Francisco. He didn't go to L.A. Rams. He sure shit didn't go to Arizona. Unlike Sherman, for example, who is now playing in the Super Bowl for the 49ers, who are the rivals of the Seattle Seahawks. Now, one may argue that that is not necessarily a big taboo because of how, I mean, the 49ers are more, they consider the Cowboys more of a rival than maybe the Seahawks just because they would always face each other in the playoffs year after year back in the day. Seahawks 49ers has only been, it's been a newer rivalry. It's been a rivalry nonetheless, but newer. So I get that. But that's, that's what I'm trying to get at is that I, myself, coming from humble beginnings, and some of these players do come from humble beginnings, I would never take more money to go to a rival team of a, of a team that I've played for for at least a decade. Ronaldo, when he left Man United, he'd go to Liverpool. He didn't go to Manchester City. He went to Real Madrid. When he left Real Madrid, he didn't go to Barcelona. He went to Juventus. He literally switched leagues. A lot of his colleagues, oh, they'll go for Real Madrid to Barcelona left and right. Luis Figo is a prime example of that. And that's where I'm at right now. Jason Garrett, which I just found out, used to play for the Giants. If I used to play for the Giants for a while, and then I became an offensive coordinator, and then I wanted to be a coach, I would definitely not take a job as coach of anybody who's a rival of the Giants that I played for. But then he became the Cowboys head coach. Sucked at that, finally got fired. And now we got him back as the offensive coordinator of the Giants. Now this has been going on for two weeks. He literally just got fired from Dallas. And the Giants are saying, you know what? He would be a great offensive coordinator. Um, 
Dallas was sucking up on offense. I'm kind of confused as to how that's going to work. Not to mention the head coach is a wide receivers coach, special teams coach from the Patriots. I, I like his last name, Judge, but I mean, what's he going to be doing? We, I, I don't understand how he's going to be. I can definitely see some tension there between his offensive coordinator and him since he's never been a coach. His OC was a coach. Hmm. So this time I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. If you're going to fuck shit up and go against the rules of fandom and loyalty, I'm not giving you three shots like the Vikings. It's done and done for. I'm moving along and holding auditions this upcoming year for teams who actually want to appreciate my fandom. And I thought the Giants were there with Eli. But then Eli just retired. And that's the other thing. Let me just throw this little parentheses out there. Eli retiring, everybody's celebrating how great he was. <coughs> if he makes it to the Hall of Fame, I'll be shocked. Because, yeah, he's won two Super Bowls. Yeah, he was our quarterback. I mean, he won three interception titles in three different seasons. He was not even at 500 for the playoffs. I mean, he was an average quarterback that got lucky. And every time after a second Super Bowl, he'd play terribly and he would have that puppy dog face and walk off to the sidelines. Like, and, you, and you had to just like, oh, it's okay, Eli, just pet him. But enough was enough. He should have been fired or released years ago as well. But because he won two Super Bowls and he was a Manning, they let him carry on and suck it up. And this week, everybody's been posting, oh, your favorite Eli moments. I'm sorry. In my head, and mind you, I've been a, a fan of the Giants since 2010. So it's a decade. My greatest Eli moment is to be hands down the catch. That is hands down by far the greatest Eli moment. There's no other great Eli moments because there's two. There's that one and there's the pass to Manningham. That's about it. And that's what I mean. Like, I can't support a franchise that rewards mediocrity and goes against the rules of fandom. So I'm holding auditions and that's that. Now, everybody likes to give me shit because this would be technically the second time, rightfully so, I switch allegiances in the same sport. But that's where I mean by the lack of loyalty is that I get shit on by my family for doing so. Whereas my brother Enrique, for example, he's contemplating switching to the Kansas City Chiefs because he likes Patrick Mahomes. My brother Enrique never watched the NBA until LeBron James came along and he became a LeBron James fan. So he was a Cavs fan, then he was a Miami Heat fan, and now he, he was a Cavs fan again, and now he's a Lakers fan. The audacity of him saying our team drives me nuts. It is not our team. The Lakers have been my team. And just like I mentioned back in the day when Kobe threatened to trade, I said, everybody, the franchise is always more important than the franchise player. If Kobe was to leave the Lakers, I would still be a Lakers fan. I would still like Kobe, but I would be a Lakers fan. The same thing happened to me when Fernando Torres left Liverpool and went to Chelsea. 
That didn't make me a Chelsea fan. I was still a Liverpool fan. And I liked watching Fernando Torres. Even before he became the Liverpool, I enjoyed watching Fernando Torres. There's players that I myself enjoy watching, even though they're on different teams. Steph Curry, prime example. People think that because I I praise Steph Curry, that I'm a, a Golden State Warriors fan. No, they're in the same division as the Lakers. I would never be a Golden State Warriors fan. I can appreciate greatness, and what he's done for the sport is amazing. Same thing I enjoyed Michael Jordan back in the day. I wasn't a Bulls fan. I enjoy watching Tom Brady succeed because despite of all the things you say, he's won six Super Bowls. That doesn't make me a Patriots fan. And no, the Patriots are not in contention for my fandom. But that's what I mean. I never owned a Michael Jordan jersey. I never owned a Fernando Torres jersey outside from him playing at Liverpool. That's not how I do things. And that's where loyalty is diminishing in today's society. Players, especially in American sports, they'll jump left and right. I get it that sometimes it's not their decision and there's trades because that's the other thing. In soccer and outside of America, other sports don't have trade options. There's no draft it's just buy and sell. In America, you got the option of drafting and you got the option of trades. So I get it, if you're traded, you don't have that option. But aside from that, if I played 10 years for the Eagles and then the Giants offered me more money, how greedy could you be that if you're good at what you do, you should have other offers? There's no reason why you have to go to the Giants the very next year. If I played for the Cowboys, I wouldn't be going to the Redskins. If I played for New England, I would not be going to the Jets. Watch. Guaranteed, if Tom Brady doesn't stay in New England, he will not be quarterbacking the 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 Bills, the Jets, or the Dolphins. Guaranteed. Because even though I've never met the guy, I can assure you he has some sense of decency. He still looks like the guy that's going to throw four touchdowns and come home and fuck your wife and crank a smile, but still, some sense of loyalty. Guarantee you. And that's what I mean. Speaking of loyalty, if you are in the area, make sure you sign up for Super Studios 253. Sign up to classes, use the same promo code Mexi, kickboxing, yoga, running, just to have fun with Team Super. Super Studios 253, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. And loyalty equals membership. Sign up at Hand and Slow Massage. Use the promo code Mexi. Save on your membership and your first week's massage. It's great. 60 bucks a month. One massage free per month. If you don't want to go, you can rack them up. Go as many times as you want. Any upgrades are extra. Hand and Soul Massage, and another proud sponsor of the MXC My Matters podcast. It's just bananas. I don't, I don't know what to say. Like, I can never see myself doing that. And, that's, and people have asked, well, what if you were paid millions? What if, let's say you were great at soccer, you 
got hired by, I don't know, Wolves or Shuffle United or some other shitty team. And they're paying you 100K a year. Okay, well, one, I don't make 100K now at my current job. So 100K a year, I can live off of that. So you're paying me 100K a year, okay. And then in soccer, it's very common. At least in soccer, there's some decency and some loyalty. If you grew up a Liverpool fan, like I would still be a Liverpool fan even though my job would be playing for Sheffield United, for example. And if we played Liverpool and I scored against them, I would not celebrate that goal because I'm a Liverpool fan. And then let's say I'm great at what I do and two years later, people want to buy me from Sheffield United. If I have offers of, I don't know, say a million from Manchester United, I would not go there because I'm a Liverpool fan and I hate them. If, if Chelsea offered me a contract for a million, I might go there. But here's the thing. Let's say there was two bids, one from Chelsea for a million and one for Liverpool for half a million, which is five times what I'm currently getting paid. It, is, it would be a dream to play at Anfield. You really think I would say yes to the more money? That's what I don't understand. I would be that loyal. And it's, it's in me. So it should be in professional athletes. I don't understand how I cannot possibly be the most loyal person on the planet. There's no way. I don't cheat on my wife. There's other people who don't cheat on their wives. At my current firm, I've been there. It's about to be two years in April. I've been offered other jobs. And I entertain their nonsense. And at the end of the day, I just tell them, listen, you're not going to pay me what I make here. So let's quit pretending and get the fuck out of here. And that's what I mean. If I can do that, I can, in a scenario where, let's say I'm good at soccer, I can definitely guarantee I would go with more money. And if it's my favorite team, I'll play for my favorite team. Nowadays, people jump ship like left and right. It's ridiculous. Like, I had a coworker, and this is how bad it's gotten with the younger generations. I had a coworker tell me, oh man, I'm thinking of. Now, mind you, he's not a fan of the team. But he's like, all right, oh, oh, yeah. Have you seen that boy, Jed Moran? I, uh, oh, he plays for the Grizzlies, man. He's so cool. He dunks. Every time he dunks, it's lit. Uh, I'm going to get myself a jersey. I'm like, oh, okay, well, hold on. See, that's what I mean. First off, this kid's 20 years old. He plays for the Memphis Grizzlies. I saw the highlights. Yeah, he can dunk. He can do some good plays. But at least for me, it takes more than just a few good plays to wow me. The last person that wowed me playing basketball was Steph Curry. Why? He was hitting shots from... Distances unheard of. Like they were fucking. He was basically shooting free throws. That's how I became the like Steph Curry. This dude, first off, his real name is Demetrius Jamel Moran. Demetrius, not Demetrius, Demetrius with a T. Of course he would go by Ja. And, and, and what kind of nickname is Ja? 
I can't take him seriously because to me, ja, 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 ja is ha, ha, ha in, in Spanish. Bunch of J's. Ridiculous name or nickname. Even worse name. If I, if I ran into his mom, I'd beat, his, I'd beat her ass for naming her kid Demetrius. It's ridiculous. And what was it? Yesterday, he put up two points against Boston. Oh, yeah, that sounds like somebody I definitely want to buy a jersey for. Yeah, let me get a jersey of that, that schmoron. That's the thing. No, if I, if, let's just say he was impressive and he does do good things. And mind you, he is 20, so he gets better. He does great things. Let's say Sion Williamson does great things. He just came back from injury, had his debut. I would appreciate them as players, but I would not get jerseys. But, okay, and that's what I asked my coworker. But, all right. You get a jersey. Okay, great. Let's say next year he moves to the Lakers. You get a Lakers jersey now? Uh, exactly. Like, that's ridiculous. It's like people telling me, oh, I'm a Manchester United fan and I'm a uh, Columbus Crew fan. What? So if the crew played Manchester United, who you root for? Oh, the crew. Then you're not a Manchester United fan. I dated a girl like that for about a couple weeks. And I just... It blew my mind and I knew more about Manchester United than she did. And I literally, I'm not a fan. The only reason I know all that stuff is because I hate them. And my two brothers are Manchester United fans. One switch from Liverpool to Manchester United to Newcastle to Manchester United. And the other one, Liverpool Manchester United. Yeah, Enrique, the same brother who's currently started off as a Cowboy fan. Went to the Jaguars. Then the Falcons. And now it's contemplating going to support Mahomes because he likes Mahomes. Now don't get me wrong. I enjoy watching my homes too. And the Chiefs, that's why they made their bid for my fandom and the application for the auditions. But let's say they don't win. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop watching my homes. But it also doesn't mean I'm going to get them a home jersey. You can be appreciative and enjoy watching a player play. And maybe even become a fan of said player. But that doesn't mean you should toss aside your loyalties to whatever basketball team you were supporting. When LeBron came into the league, I enjoyed watching LeBron. Until he started lying. Now I can't stand the guy. He's on my current team and I can't stand him. And there's been players like that too. Luis Suarez was on Liverpool and I hated the guy. But I'm not going to stop supporting my team just because they get somebody... I hate. Same thing with Brett Favre. When he came to the Vikings, people kept asking him, he's like, oh, what if he wins you a Super Bowl? Are you going to hate him less? No. He wins us a Super Bowl. I may, my level of hatred might drop a decibel, but I'm still not going to like the guy. And I didn't leave the Vikings after that nonsense. It was the third strike that caused me to, like, you know what? I've had enough. And that's the thing. Like people today don't get that. <coughs> Everybody who plays a sport enjoys playing that sport. Like if you're at a job that you don't like, then you're not doing something right. I love my job. I would never leave my job no matter how frustrated I get at my coworkers, at my clients, because I enjoy my job and nobody else would pay me to do the same thing that I do now. And I think 
to a certain degree, that's what you want to do in life is do a job that is easy. It's so easy that it comes second nature. It's like something you enjoy doing. And I envision that the players who play professional sports do that. And that's how they get into that sport. So if you enjoy playing that sport, you were a fan or of the sport, you had a favorite team. Well, you might not play for that favorite team, but I expect some sense of loyalty that if that favorite team came knocking on the door, you'd go to that team no matter the cost. And that's what I don't understand either. LeBron, for example, he makes millions in endorsements. At this point, just to appease the salary cap, he he should be, I would be walking in to the Lakers front office and be like, look, give me whoever you want to get me to support my team and make us better. I'll pay me 10000 a year. I'll take the veterans minimum. Oh, shit. I'll take a dollar. Guarantee you he doesn't do that. Why? Because he, lo- he loves the money. If I was making $10 million, $5 million, a million, $100K, I would still drive the exact same car I'm driving right now. I would still live in the exact same house I'm living right now. And that's why us fans... The real ones would do that and, and know what loyalty is. Other fans are like, for example, the Cleveland Sheep who burn LeBron jersey for going to Miami. I don't blame him for going to Miami. I just blame him for the way he did it. And then lying that he was going to win seven rings in a row when he did not. Made it seven finals in a row, but he didn't specify. But the fans were burning his jersey. Oh, but then the moment he came back to Cleveland... Oh, they're sucking his dick again. No. See, if you're that upset by him leaving, him coming back, no. It's like taking back an ex that you broke up with. Oh, see what I did there? Tied it back to last week's podcast. You are desperate if you take back an ex that you broke up with because you didn't like XYZ that they were doing. Same thing. If a player leaves my team and that upsets me, to the point when I'm burning their jersey, I would not come when he comes back to my team, I would not like him and rebuy his jersey. If you didn't burn it to begin with, you would still have it. But that's the point I'm trying to make. The loyalty in today's society in American sports is non-existent. People now are more fans of players and follow the player than they are of the actual team. Case in point, any Laker fan who switched, and mind you, not just my brother, my best friend Joel, same thing. Oh, now I guess we're a Laker fan now. No, no, no. It's not I guess we're a Laker fan. If you have to say that, I guess we're a Laker fan, then you're not a Laker fan. If I question you as to who would you rank top 10 best Laker players, they wouldn't be able to complete the list. You're not a fan. And I'm going to say that in the sports that I don't watch as much, hockey and baseball, I'm a San Jose Sharks fan, for example, just because I like their colors in California, I'm already a Lakers fan, might as well stay in the state. I don't have a San Jose Sharks jersey, and I can't name any of the players on there, but I'm still not going to switch teams just because I enjoy watching I don't know, I live in Columbus, so I must be a Blue Jackets fan. No. 
baseball. I rarely watch baseball unless it's towards the World Series. And that's more of the of the fact that I'm enjoying that it's ending. But now with baseball and all their cheating, I mean, it's not even fun to watch. But I'm still a Braves and a Yankees fan. Why? Those were the first two teams I saw live. And when the Braves play, play the Yankees, I'm torn. I don't know who to root for. Mainly because, again, like I said, I'm not a big baseball fan. I can't tell you I prefer one over the other. They're in two different conferences, so whatever. But if you remember anything from today's podcast, at least be somewhat loyal. If you're going to get a jersey just because a player does a fascinating dunk, fine. But then you should be getting another jersey if he switches teams. Or maybe not. That, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's ridiculous. Get a poster. Get a signed autograph. Get a, I don't know, maybe he ends up getting, you know, a Nike brand shoe. Get a shoe. That's fine. But a jersey, really, that's my point. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, all the episodes are on SoundCloud, iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. And always remember, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Till next time.